I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. What's up, everyone? It's Noah Daniels. Hey, y'all. I'm JJ. Hey, guys. It's Kat. And on this episode, we have one of our favorite humans. It's Sarah Ackerman. Not only is she JJ and Kat's landlord, but she's been all of our friend for a while now. We've all performed with her. And she actually helped me kind of get my start in improv where I could like perform in a theater and stuff. So thank you so much for coming on the podcast, Sarah. Oh, thank you for having me and for always responding to my guys. I think my house is haunted texts. And Sarah, we do love to find out where our guests fall on what we call the believometer. Zero meaning you don't believe in ghosts, and ten ghosts are absolutely real. Where do you kind of fall on that scale? Uh, eight. Okay, so that's Ooh. pretty. That's pretty high up on the scale. Have you always been uh, an eight high or a high uh, believer? Yeah, I used to go to a Girl Scout camp in northern Wisconsin. So like ever since I was a little kid, like there was always ghost stories that were told around the campfire about where the camp was located and like uh, the the stuff that had happened before the Girl Scout camp was created and the ghosts that they would see in like the certain areas of the camp. And so that always felt just very real because I was also very young and terrified. Yes. Speaking of Girl Scouts, can we all agree that the only way to eat the chocolate mint cookies is by putting them in the freezer first? Yeah. yeah. No. 
they're good any temperature. I will eat them either way, but they're very good in the freezer. Yeah, like I'm never gonna say no. Girl Scout camp, did you ever see any ghosts or have any like spooky encounters? So when I, uh, I was a camper there for a super long time and then uh, became a camp counselor there in college. And so if I did have any spooky experiences as a kid, I have now completely written them off as like, it was just the counselors messing with us because that's what we would do. Yep. Um, (laughs) Which was super fun and great and like uh, very wholesome and not like terrifying, terrifying, but enough to like go home and tell your parents like something spooky happened at camp, Um, which was great. but there, yeah, there was always something like there was like a light that nobody could explain or there was like noises outside. This was also when like Blair Witch came out. Mm. So anytime you would even hear a deer in the woods, you were convinced it was a thing. And it was like, no, it's just, it is an animal. It is fine. And it's like, no, like something's about to get us. So there were, I can remember like at least a handful of sleepy night or sleepless nights in one particular like part of the camp because one of my co-counselors was convinced that she saw like the Blair Witch sign outside of our tent, which granted could have been campers trying to mess with us instead. So it was a whole thing. Do any of the stories that you were told still stick out to you? Like were any of them truly horrifying or were they mostly no. just like kind of They were wholesome. Stories? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They were wholesome ghost stories. Like we had, uh, there was a, a one figure called the white lady that would haunt Oak Grove, I believe. Um, and she would just like, I, from what I remember, she would just hang out. I I got a friend request for um, her on Facebook a couple of years ago, and I still don't know who's running the account, but I was like, sure, I'll be friends with the white lady. Like, she seemed cool. Oh, gosh. So, but that did freak me out when I got the request. So I was like, what? Who? Hmm. That's pretty creepy. Uh, yeah, but it like... And it was just like one of those blurry photos that was the the photo. And I was like, ghosts yeah. can't use computers. So <laughs> this isn't know. real. At the same time, I'm terrified. So well, before we good. get to your current house, you yeah. used to live in the home that Kat and JJ currently occupy. Yes, that was my the first house I bought um, when I was a youngster. And I loved it. And I lived there for like four, three years, four years. And it was great. And I loved it. And as you're well aware, it's been documented on our podcast. There is something that makes noises in our podcast and at least once made a whispery voice between Kat and JJ and they heard it out loud. Mm-hmm. During your tenure of living in that home, did you and your husband ever experience anything like that? Well, he only lived there with me for about three months. Okay. Um, and I would say he is on like the zero to three side of mm-hmm. believing. So I don't remember anything specific that happened. Um, The old, uh, one thing that I couldn't figure out and no like HVAC tech could figure out is the old uh, HVAC system uh, would make uh, what sounded like a little car noise every once in a while, like one of the cars that you would pull back and it would Mm -hmm. gain tension and then it would zoom forward. Mm -hmm. It would do that sporadically. Hmm. And I could never, I just blamed it on the HVAC unit because it sounded like it was coming from that general area, but never got a read on what it was. So that could have been spooky, could have also easily been explained away. It depends on which way you want to look at it. Well, it would make sense that you wouldn't have had any paranormal activity, at least from the same ghost, because we've been told that whatever it is, is attached to cat. Okay. But if it's not, and has been in this house the whole time, 
Spirit, if you are here and want to say hi to Sarah because she's on our computer, this is the time. Yeah, feel free to make your presence known. Does she have a name? No, we try not to. I don't want to name them. Because okay. I'm, if you're here, you're here, and that's great. Go for it. We've had someone say that it's like my grandma or an old lady in a row with cigarettes, curly hair or something. And then mm -hmm. someone else said there's a guy ghost that like walks between all the apartments and just chills and lives here. But that's all. Yeah. Feels okay. like a, like yeah, a Gwendolyn to me. But yeah. Yeah. Our, yeah. Listeners, our listeners probably know more of the details than we do because we talk about it every single week. <laughs> we do want you to know that we are not smoking in your property a, a ghost, maybe. It's is. Or so an ex-roommate who would never listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, uh, uh, good to know, though. Good to know. Thank you. And I actually have some more hauntings that we've been experiencing at our home, which could be nothing, but... So in our downstairs bathroom, we we when we bought this house, it was a flip, and I want to say the previous owner had maybe passed away in the home, but... The bathroom, if you look towards the bottom, you can clearly see that somebody trapped a dog in that bathroom for a long period, either a long period of time or like multiple mm -hmm. periods of times that mm -hmm. the dog did not want to be in there. It's clear clearly it was scratched really, really bad. And even you can see like bite marks on the bottom and then they went back and just like painted over it. Oh. So the other oh, night, good. yeah, the other night I was, um, using the facilities i was peeing and i heard uh which if any anybody owns a dog or maybe cats do this too but i know dogs do i heard that thing that dogs will do where they do like a you know like that kind of deep breath in and then like a, i heard that in that bathroom and i thought it was my dog on the outside because we have a basset beagle mix that's old and um you know she makes basset noises and I opened the door and she was two rooms over on the couch. So it was not our dog. So I don't know what that was, but it sounded like a dog. And For the record, the cats don't typically do that. Okay. I didn't think so, but you know, I didn't want to alienate anybody. <laughs> um, and then the other kind of creepy thing that had been happening, but I turned the power off on it. So it can't do it anymore. We have this little remote control fire truck. And it's got a remote that when you push it down, you can make it go in a circle or you can make it go forward. That's the only two options. So it's our sons. And the remote is literally in the farthest back of the house. And he doesn't really like to use the remote part. He just plays with it as a truck. And so the truck was in our TV room and it was sitting on a table and like three nights in a row, it would just randomly remote control itself forward and stop. And my wife was like, well, maybe the remote is pinned against something in the other room and it just periodically hits, period periodically hits because it's so far away. Nope. It was just sitting on a table, wasn't pinned against anything. And the last time it happened, I screamed, it scared me so bad. So then I looked and there was a power option and I turned it off. So since then, no more ghost uh, pushing of the fire truck, but those are the two recent creepy things that we've experienced here those are solid spooky well i really want to hear about your current house sarah and yeah. when these spooky occurrences started happening 
So we moved um, in the summer of last year, uh, in 2021, and we moved from a house in Southwest Atlanta uh, to Smyrna, which is the oldest city, like oldest, it's like Smyrna is the first like vacation home for people who used to live in Atlanta or Marthasville. Um, but it was like the, it was next to the river. People would like, this was a destination, even though it's only 15 minutes away nowadays. Um, and in our old house, we had a, a ghost experience. There was a lot of creepy stuff in the old house. It was built in 1923. Uh, there was a skeleton in the crawl space. Um, we're a pretty human? sure it was, no, we're pretty sure it was a dog, but that felt really sad. So instead we're saying it was a coyote. Um, Jeff found it. My husband found it when he was like crawling around one day because the crawl space was flooding. And he's like, I'm going to see where the water's coming in and then found this thing. Mm. We left it, uh, did not excavate. Uh, but, uh, Jeff really likes to go visit grave sites. And so, um, there's one day that he was walking around one of the many cemeteries that is around Southwest Atlanta. And he was trying to find one of the previous owners of the home. Um, I believe his name was Paul Miller and Jeff couldn't find Paul's grave. Just didn't happen. He was walking around, even used the little grave finder app or website. Didn't find it. Uh, came home and in the middle of the night, we heard three knocks it wasn't at the door because we had a ring doorbell. The dogs did not wake up, but it did wake both of us up at the exact same time. We heard the exact same thing. Um, and it never happened again. And so we are pretty sure that was just Paul coming to say, Hey, to be like, Hey, sorry, I missed you. I'm here now. Um, never heard anything again. Um, there's a lot of other, like just some of the stuff was, uh, squirrels that infested the attic at one point that could have been a thing. Um, there was a, a a woodpecker that was obsessed with a steel tube that went up through the ceiling. And so it would peck on the thing and the entire house would vibrate because it was attached to the entire house. But like that was the true one spooky thing was three knocks, middle of the night. We didn't sleep. Jeff went and got a baseball bat and slept with it. And I was just like, I don't know what's happening. You can't beat up a ghost with that. <laughs> um, oh, that's so like. Yeah, I was just like, this is, and like, our doorbell didn't activate at all. We like peeked out of the windows. Uh, so fast forward to moving up here and we were like, oh, cool. Like a house built in this century. Like we're set. Yep. Uh, this house was built in 20 or 2006, I guess. Um, there were a couple of times though that like Jeff wasn't home. I was home by myself and I would hear footsteps upstairs. And at first I was like, oh, no big deal. But uh, this is a, this was the first like two-story house I've been living in with like a roof. Um, there's no reason for me to hear footsteps upstairs. And so I think that's the first incident where I was like, hey, Kat, I think my house is haunted. No, it's a short story. Like literally I heard footsteps, could have been anything. Um, and then there was another time where I like, heard more like banging noises and like nothing has fallen down. Uh, there's been no evidence of noises being made. And lo and behold, like, there's, but I'm hearing them. There's been a time last week that I heard something that Jeff didn't. And we're still kind of confused as to what happened there. Cause I thought he had dropped something or something had fallen in his office. Cause it's right above me. And he's like, no, I'm fine. What are you talking about? And I was like, I literally just heard something fall above my head. Nothing. Um, but the thing that like pushed it over the edge for me in terms of like going from, okay, coincidence, maybe like something fell and it fell so gracefully that I didn't even notice, uh, uh was last weekend. I was doing a very difficult puzzle. Um, it took me like five days to get the puzzle done. And normally I'm like, if it takes more than two, it's back in the box, I quit. Uh, I do not have stamina for difficult puzzles. And I was doing the puzzle in our front, like formal dining room. 
And Jeff was uh, sick as all get out with his booster shot. So he had not left the couch in probably 24 hours. Like he even slept out there typically, like was not feeling great. And uh, he's not a cologne guy. Like doesn't, he doesn't smell like anything. Um, but I was sitting there like working on my little puzzle and a very pleasant scent of men's cologne came into the room and just like wafted behind me. And I was like, oh, this is like what, uh, it it just, it smelled really nice. It didn't smell like aquadigia. Yeah. Like it wasn't anything I remember. Cause like when I was in high school, it was like aquadigio, polo sport, um, some Abercrombie crap. Uh, it wasn't any of those. It smelled like legitimately nice cologne. We have a candle that smells like teen boy on accident. Uh, it's called mahogany <laughs> something, but like you smell it and you're like, hello, freshman year in high school. Um, it was that candle though was in the opposite side of the house. So it couldn't have, and it wasn't like lit or anything. So that couldn't have wafted through, but it was just a very strong scent of man uh, that came through. And then like it lingered for probably about like two or three minutes. And like, I was a little spooked, but at the same time, I was like, cool. If you are here, uh, I'm just going to keep focusing on this very difficult puzzle um hope you're cool it was in the middle of the afternoon and then got back and kept working on my puzzle and nothing really happened since then but um it was the first time I'd ever like smelled a ghost (laughs) if that's that's the first we've ever heard of someone smelling a ghost on this yeah like my first thing was googling and I was like can you smell ghosts and they're like yeah I was like cool thank you we had one guest who and I don't remember who if you guys co-hosted it or if it was somebody else but they claimed that their grandmother loved Chick-fil-A and their kitchen would just randomly reek of Chick-fil-A after she had passed away. But that's that's the only one that I remember. And I also thought you were going to tell us that you literally bought a candle called Teen Boy. And I was going to be like, where do they sell that candle? Also, why? <laughs> yeah, no, it was so, uh, it's called mahogany something. So like, I, I don't know what I was expecting, but you smell it and it's, it, like, I don't know how else to describe it. It just smells like a teen boy. And it's like... Kat, if JJ I'm, had a candle, what would it be called? And what would it smell like? The, the uh, scent would be called... Did I put on deodorant this morning? Oh, boy. Question mark? Maybe it would be like garlic. Uh, garlic. <laughs> <laughs> Do I smell like Is that, that good? No, I don't... I can't smell. I have a real bad sense of smell. This episode of the Real Hauntings Real Ghost Stories podcast is brought to you by Wild Grain. Hey everyone, it's Noah Daniels and I'm here to talk to you again about Wild Grain. Our last shipment of Wild Grain was so good that my four-year-old cannot stop asking for more of that awesome bread with dinner. And I'm not going to lie, I'm right there with him. And honestly, there's nothing quite like the smell of fresh bread baked coming from the oven. What if I told you that you too could get that delicious experience of homemade bread with none of the time and work involved? Well, you can by ordering from Wild Grain. Wild Grain is the first ever bake from frozen subscription box for sourdough breads, fresh pastas, and artisanal pastries. Every item bakes frozen in 25 minutes or less, no thawing required. And you can now fully customize your Wild Grain box, so you can choose any combination of breads, pastas, and pastries. 
You can even build a box of only breads, only pastas, or only pastries if you'd like. Plus, for a limited time, you can get $30 off the first box, plus free croissants in every box. When you go to wildgreen.com hauntings to start your subscription. You heard me. Free croissants in every box and $30 off your first box when you go to wildgreen.com hauntings. That's wildgreen.com hauntings, or you can use promo code hauntings at checkout. You can shop from anywhere doing pretty much anything. You might shop while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast. And however you shop, we all know and love the thrill of the hunt. But do you also know how to get the thrill of the best deals? Because Rakuten shoppers do. With Rakuten, they get the deals they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Sephora, Nike, and even Expedia if you're looking to get some travel in. And getting cash back doesn't mean you have to miss out on sales because those can just be stacked right on top. It's easy to use and based on a simple idea. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back through PayPal or check. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Well, Sarah, did you have any Mm -hmm. relatives that that smell reminded you of? Because we have heard that, you know, like I was saying, sometimes relatives may produce a scent, a familiar scent. So no one that, I haven't lost a lot of men um, I will say that my biological dad would never met, uh, passed away over the pandemic, but so like, if he were something I was not aware of also, he used to live in Texas. So I don't know how far ghost travel. No. So I don't, I don't think so. So it didn't trigger any sense memories. No, that was why it was so like, it was not something that Jeff used to wear. Mm-hmm. Um, or that it wasn't, it was nothing that came from any, there was no sense memory. And I have, a, I feel like I have a relatively strong sense memory yeah. just like that candle gives me trauma a little bit and it's because and i've probably said this before this is a great fact buckle up so <laughs> so all of your senses go through the thalamus in your brain mm-hmm. which is like the switchboard except your olfactory system does not have to go through the thalamus olfactory is your smelling so when you smell something it just goes straight to the brain so all those um smells that trigger old memories it like is faster for you to be like core memory versus like hearing something or seeing something or tasting something. Those are all very strong too, but olfactory it's quicker. Interesting. The neurons have like less brain to travel through or something. I guess so. It's yeah. To- I was going to say like, I wonder how we can like optimize that for people to remember things. Mm-hmm. Like, you know how people who are going through like dementia or Alzheimer's, like uh, music is one of the last things to go. I wonder mm-hmm. if you could train almost like, train them to remember things through smell yeah I tried to do this once where you told me something that I was supposed to remember and I like smelled some rosemary to I was like next time I smell rosemary I'm going to remember this thing but I don't remember what it was that I was supposed to remember we got the rosemary out yeah Yeah, maybe you would remember I did change a diaper today and it was really bad my kid had ate a lot of cheese today and um, it was one of the worst smelling diapers I've changed. 
and I immediately got a sense memory of a rest a restroom at like a truck stop, you know, like those ones or whatever you call it, like the, yeah. the ones on the highway where it's just for people to pull over and go to the bathroom, like a rest yeah. stop or whatever. Like yeah. all of a sudden I was transported back to being like a 13 year old on vacation and Missis- like leaving Mississippi. It was so weird. I was like, oh, awful sense of memory. <laughs> I don't want that. I've definitely mm. heard uh, and I think we've had more stories sprinkled through our episodes about smell connections. Teresa talked about it. Um, my grandma, uh, my dad's mother, Betty, which is like kind of the beginning of my whole story from like the second episode about getting connected to my dad's like long lost cousins and like living in Eugene, Oregon, which was like my grandpa's name, Eugene, all this stuff. Um, but, and Teresa guessed Betty, she was like, I keep associating you with someone. Well, no, anyways, I'm twisting that story. Her name's Betty. Anyway, she was a smoker her whole life. And as long as I can remember her, her house always smelled like smoke, mm-hmm. cigarette smoke and her clothes and all this stuff. And I never knew what it was till I was older, but now it's like any, any time I smell cigarettes, it's like super comfort, super comforting. Like I yeah. really enjoy it, which I know is not great health wise, but. Well, you don't smoke them though you just like smell it and it right back those did, memories. did i say i smoked them well no. you were saying it's really enjoy it like it's comforting oh, right. it, but like the candles not, you buy are cigarettes it's uh, not unhealthy yeah. you're just smelling right but, but i'm that person but, if someone's like do you mind if i smoke in your car or smoke near you i'm like oh go for it please i'll remember my grandma <laughs> but i've never just like randomly smelled it in my house but when i go like to my dad's house and go through some of her old things or whenever we went to her old house when we were renovating it it would just be like boom so and i'm like is she there how does mm-hmm. that whole cigarette smoke lingers a lot but yeah anyways i've never smelled it just in the blue though so mm-hmm. if she is living here her ghost we haven't really smelled her yeah she know. wants to follow the rules and regulations of the home obviously yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sarah, what did Jeff say when you told him about that? Oh, okay. <laughs> That's it. Um, no, just like when I told him, I was like, hey, did something fall? And he's just like, no. What? And then he like walked around just to look and he's like, no, no, no. And I was like, yeah. okay. Uh, well, I heard it. That's how my wife treats me with that stuff. We once saw a door in our house fling itself open like violently and we're sitting on the couch when we were both like and she was like maybe it's a ghost and I was like all right now you're just patronizing (laughs) it could be a ghost yeah or it could be like wind like if you have some windows open and stuff slams and things like yeah some people are just very skeptical one of them in the zoom box over there smiling JJ as a as a, a skeptic um well, so like, where do you think this goes for you? I mean, would you ever um, consider talking to like a medium or have you ever done that? Do you think you're somebody who attracts ghosts because you are open to these experiences? I mean, how does all that work for you? I hope I attract ghosts. Like I want to be a friendly presence. I would, we talked to someone um, about the last house to like come see if they would come in and like clear the space. But then we decided to move and yeah. I'm so sorry to the people who bought our house. We left the ghosts. We did not clear it. Um, but yeah, I would love that. I think it, I would get spooked, but like in the, I think for the most part, like ghosts are, I don't want to say harmless, but like, they're not a like terrorizing presence. One other thing that I forgot that's happened in this house a fair amount of times, but like, again, nothing bad has happened is 
uh, I will, I, you know, when you hear stuff in your dreams, um, I have heard things in my dreams that have woken me up, mm. uh, which I've never had happen before. And so aside from just making some noises every once in a while and smelling nice, I feel like if it is just one ghost in this house, uh, I'm assuming it is a man based on the smell. Um, he's very friendly and like, just is a bit clumsy is like the story I've made up. Uh, but I don't think anybody's like evil. And as far as you know, nobody has like passed away in the home or anything like that. No, the house was, it was built in 2006. Now, granted, we are a block and a half away from the railroad tracks, like the, the railroad tracks that go up to Chattanooga and down to like middle of Atlanta. This is a very old town and this is the oldest neighborhood in Smyrna. Um, so there was something here before 2006. I don't know what though, uh, just not this particular house. My grandma, Betty, who I was just talking about is from, well, uh, raised my dad and his brothers in Smyrna. Their house is close by. It all comes back around. (laughs) Come on up. We can go see them and then see if you guys feel the, the spirits. Like, I think they're like, I'm okay with it. If some, like a a being is here, I think it would be comforting a little bit because then you're never really alone. Like if you're not getting harmed and they're not playing pranks, like live here with us. That's great. Yeah. When we had someone tell us that there is a ghost in our, in our home, I, I kind of felt like a little icky in terms of just like, like I want some privacy, like the voyeurism. Yeah. yeah, like where does this ghost follow me into the bathroom? Honestly, like, the most wh- like the most times someone said, like you know, we mm-hmm. I attribute the bathroom with this ghost, so I'm the same. If I go to the bathroom, I'm literally always thinking about like, okay, well, I guess the ghost is watching me go potty. Yeah, does that guess- ever thought? Does that thought like bother you or or? So we, I understand ghosts are various sizes and shapes, but uh. We have like a little water closet in our primary bedroom or primary bathroom. So I feel like the ghost could fit in the little water closet with me, but the, our bathroom you could, or our shower area, you could throw a party in. And so I do feel a little creeped out that like the ghost could like hang out with me in the shower yeah. or like even just look in because it's glass from like the waist up. Yeah. yeah. I hope if there are ghosts, I hope there's something about like the process of death that removes all the like kind of curvy all the kinks yeah just like (laughs) like when you die like all your perviness let's see i kind of want to keep that if i've got to roam the earth i mean that would have to be part of the enjoyment of being a ghost right i mean what else are you gonna do i I guess like smell nice and give people encouragement that are working on hard puzzles i don't know (laughs) so when i i take it jeff does not believe in in the ghosts in the Smyrna house but when he did hear the knocking at y'all's old house like what what was his like did did he try to like rationalize out that like it was something other than like a a spirit um yeah because like we tried we immediately checked the doorbell um Uh because we had a ring camera um we also did, uh, it was a one-story house, so like kind of peeked out a couple of the, the curtains and stuff to see if we could see anything. Um, the house, we were kind of isolated in that house. Uh, the lot to the right was a dilapidated shack uh, that had kind of already fallen over, so we didn't really have neighbors to the right. Uh, all three neighbors behind us that bordered us were either in the process of flipping or 
were on the market to sell. Um, and then the house to the left of ours was owned was, or I guess it was rented or maybe owned by the guy across the street. And it's where he kept his dogs. He uh, bred cane corsos and they had a beautiful facility in the back that had heat and AC and the whole thing, but that was his cane corso facility. So there wasn't even humans living over there. So there would have been no reason for a human to like approach our home. Like, um, and our, we set our ring doorbell to be like extra sensitive. Nothing got picked up. Um, we couldn't even like triangulate which part of the house this came from. We thought like maybe a branch had fallen, but it was too consistent of a, a like triplicate for that to have made sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. I still get goosebumps thinking about it because it woke us both up at like three in the morning. And of course we didn't go back to bed because yeah. it was like. And that okay. correlated with the same night that he had tried to find the grave, right? Yeah, it was, this, he went down during the day just to like find it and he got home and he was like, yeah, I couldn't find Paul's grave. I don't know, I'll go back later. Ugh. And then heard knocking. So the easiest thing for me was just like, oh, it's Paul coming to say, hey, he's fine. Uh, Jeff on the other hand was like, nope, can't. It is interesting that he enjoys, you know, going to graves and stuff, but does not believe in ghosts. It's more history for the graves especially in that house. Cause it, it was built in 23. We were planning if we would have stayed a whole hundredth birthday party for the house. Um, just because especially that area had seen such transformation multiple times. Right. Um, so that's, yeah, I, I mean, he will, there's a, a couple of cemeteries near our house now yeah. and he'll just go and check it out. Well, before we get you out of here, were there any other ghost stories you wanted to share? Um, none that come top of mind. Uh, I'm definitely going to reach out to my camp friends now though and be like, Hey, could somebody remind me of the white lady and like what her actual story was? Cause. <laughs> well, what about your Instagram? Do you want people to follow you there? Oh, sure. People can follow me on Instagram. It's a lot of, uh, puzzle updates, uh, when I'm working on one and that's kind of about it lately. Uh, but it is still S T I L L Sarah Ackerman because I did not change my last name when I got married and I'm uh, passive aggressive about it all right well with that i'm noah daniels i'm jj i'm cat i'm sarah hey there it's rachel ballinger and i am extremely excited to invite you to rachel uncensored it's my podcast where i sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests where we talk about all sorts of topics and sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so we cover things from personal stories to hot button issues and it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.